This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Welcome back to Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to the current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. I'm Cody, and with me is Kyle and Ken. Hello again. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, everyone. We're back. (laughs) And we wanted to talk about some upcoming release schedule changes, some just films to note, some trailers out there. Talk about the huge news that landed in our laps this morning with Wonder Woman moving its release date. Everybody take a deep breath. Just in and out. Okay, this isn't the first time this has happened. This is not the last time this is right. We people we have been through this before. This is not the first time a major motion picture has moved its release date this year. It just really sucks for everybody. It will. It will always sting. (laughs) Yeah. It will. No matter how many times we do it this year, and how we know it's coming, it still feels like a stab in the heart. Yep. (laughs) It's not going to be new anymore. It's just going to be another bummer to add to the list you hear my calm voice i'm calm i am numb to this no panicking the calm dulcet tones of cody's voice my voice we clearly did yoga before making this episode yes (laughs) just just becoming numb numb to the chaos that is our industry yay maybe we take xanaxes before we come to the (laughs) office maybe that's the trick yeah allegedly i don't know we're in our 30s isn't xanax supposed to be something we start at this age (laughs) Not you, Kyle. You're still in your 20s. You've got the the young man's metabolism. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Maybe at heart, but you are definitely in the body of a 30-something. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Dad bod. Okay. (laughs) Um, So yeah. So let's get into it. Um, The big news, like I said, Wonder Woman moved back its release date. Not surprising. We kind of knew it was coming. Um, It did move back to Christmas Day. So when, um, what was it, Top Gun Maverick moved out of Christmas, I was actually thinking Christmas looked a little weak. So this, this isn't a bad move. Um, Aquaman also opened at Christmas time, and it did phenomenal. Um, It just was a great movie at the right time for for people that want to see something nice and and not a horror film or anything like that at Christmas. So this will be good. But it's a it's a penciled in date, everybody. It's don't pen- don't sit and count do your chickens before it, they've hatched. Don't do write not it write in pen. pen. No. <laughs> oh, Cody and I thought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> just just let's wait it out. Let's see how things go. Let's keep growing. Yep. Let's keep promoting. Let's right. get some more of these other titles in played. And Wonder Woman will be a, just a nice big cherry on top of this year. At the end of this year. Just to finish and see those big grosses again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Aquaman made, what, over $300 million domestically? Mm-hmm. Um, Wonder Woman, it makes sense why they would want it at Christmas time. I don't see it, you know, doing $300 million if things are a bit up oh, in the air. They're going to be better by then, Kyle. You think they'll be better by then? They're like, going to be better. Just put it out into the universe, Kyle. Yeah, I just mean, put it out there. We're going to be back is, to of it course normal we're by Christmas. But me... If I have to be pessimistic, I you know that the winter snow will will kill the virus. Snow kills (laughs) virus. We all know that. We're just got to get to the snow flying. Also, the sun from the summer kills it, and also falling leaves. Yeah, (laughs) surprisingly (laughs) enough. Ah, be me by a second. Welcome, welcome to your very positive, very positive theater operator and manager (laughs) yoga exercises. We're just, we're here to drag everybody along with this up the hill of positivity. Freeze your breath and therefore it cannot be pushed out the six feet diameter radius (laughs) because it's so cold and just falls to the floor where we will vacuum it up as part of our cleaning measures. (laughs) Now Now it's feeling a little like preachy kind of fake newsy we better, yeah. we better okay. move on from that I just I'm, thought cody's science corner here yeah. i'm just saying like don't hope for like big christmas day numbers yeah. but Until, it'll be good it'll be good at that no, time no we've we've always said that wonder woman was going to be the point where we were going to see normality we we're going to see right. some numbers but it makes sense that two weeks from now is not going to be that time no it's going to be the holidays yeah it's it, it could be christmas and if wonder woman moves again because we haven't started to see 20 30 40 million dollar openings regularly you know it it will 
It absolutely yeah. will until there's a movie out there that can sit and do fifty, sixty billion dollars. It's it, they're not gonna sit and live with no. a thirty million dollar opening for a two hundred million dollar movie. So that changed some things moving around. <laughs> changed um, your October. <laughs> really changed our October. It changed the next three months. Yeah, <laughs> pretty drastically. Wonderful. <laughs> so Sony, before we found out about Wonder Woman, did announce a film titled Yellow Rose was dropping October 9th. Mm-hmm. And so that is still tentative there. That's about a young Asian woman who has dreams of becoming a country singer. So should be good. Should have some good music in it. Write that in pencil too, because it's Sony. Because it's Sony. (laughs) Yes. And we never know how Sony's going to go with their stuff. For all we know, they're going to pull the title and they'll say it never existed. Yeah. (laughs) Yellow Rose. That wasn't a movie. (laughs) There's no trailer. And then um, was it Universal that put put out the freaky trailer yeah a new blumhouse comedy horror comedy uh it's freaky friday meets uh slasher horror film and it actually looks pretty good it does it has vince vaughn he is the killer who switches bodies with the outcast teenage girl who would never be an outcast in real life but we'll roll with it (laughs) i mean it's freaky friday meets slasher so she is the yeah so that should be <laughs> that should be good. No other thoughts, huh? No, it's universal. I don't. Well, I don't have much thoughts we'll on cross this. Cross that bridge when we come to it with they, them, because right. there'll be some nuanced VOD, PVOD. Right. We don't know. Release. We don't know what Universal's going to do in the next few months with their releases. They did put out this trailer. It looks great. Normally, I'd be really excited for it. I was especially excited to see Vince Vaughn in a comedy role. I haven't seen him forever, and I was like, where has he been? He's been... What? Where has he been in my he's life? He's been doing some very... Not strange projects, but he's been doing... I don't know. I guess small projects is the right Well, word. I want to see him in a funny role like he was in Wedding Crashers. <laughs> I watched I watched him on the Vince a Vaughn new that Hulu I love. Movie. He was pretty good in that. <laughs> Which one? Uh this new Hulu movie called The Binge. He was actually pretty funny in that one. But That means nothing to me. <laughs> just That's not a real movie, Kyle. Kyle. I mean, get I'm just here. saying if hey. if you're craving some Vince Vaughn in a new movie, there's one no. for you. Yeah, yeah it's, it's called, called Freaky <laughs> and it'll hopefully be in theaters. Fair enough. I hope so too. It's called okay it's called wedding crashers kyle yeah just watch that if you need vince vaughn in your life which i did well a few weeks back actually and i was like gosh it does still hold up it is so good so heartwarming with a young christopher walken yeah (laughs) younger a young (laughs) quote unquote So what does this mean for the release schedule now that we don't have that anchor Wonder Woman on October 2nd? Right now, there's no releases on October 2nd. That was kind of the only thing there. On so, purpose, yeah. Yeah. Everybody stayed away from it and gave it space to right. do its thing. And So we still have, at the end of the month, um, Greenland, I think from STX, is still going. Yep. So cross on your September fingers. On September 25th, yep. On September 25th. Um, also, there is another film that we're kind of booking and looking at called shortcut i think it's from gravitas Mm -hmm. um so keep that one on your radar uh another horror slasher film um so the nothing on the second and then on the ninth we have yellow rose from sony and uh save yourselves from bleaker street i don't know how wide they'll play it but yeah if you are able to get it it'll actually be a pretty funny comedy by the looks of the trailer we're we skipping Grandpa. Doesn't Grandpa come out that week? Yeah. Uh, the War on Grandpa? I think that one's in September, right? Or, uh, sorry, November. Nope. Why am I getting my release dates mixed up? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we got the War on Grandpa, too. Kyle, yeah. Kyle started probably... a little early today, folks. <laughs> yeah. War on Grandpa, is that 101 Studios? It is. Yeah. 101 Studios. That's the one I'm kind of targeting for all my locations. I am just throwing everybody in on a sheet, throwing it to 101 Studios and being like, please confirm as many of these as you can. (laughs) I will take it anywhere I possibly can. It looks really funny. At least it's something nice and not not horror, not adult. It looks like something you could take family, maybe even kids too. Yeah, this is is definitely our first like wide family release since we've gotten back. So I'm definitely booking that everywhere. I'm trying to get Greenland everywhere I can as well. 
I'm hoping that STX goes a little wider with it than what I originally thought they would, um, given that it's, you know, I think playing overseas and stuff right now. And now it's going to be the anchor of the end of September, the beginning the of October. Anchor. It's going to, it and War with Grandpa are kind of the only big things on my radar right now that yeah. I think will do legitimate business. What about uh, Death on the Nile? Oh. Because that's, well, I guess that's in the second half of right. October, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, and Disney, I think, is still going with that. I think that's a firm date, and Death on the Nile goes... Uh, I know it's second half October, but that might... The 23rd. Okay, yeah. That one I was sort of right on. Yeah, (laughs) on the weekend before that, we've got Candyman, and that's going to be our first real test from Universal with what they're going to do with their releasing. Um, If they stick with it? Yeah, if if they stick with it on that date... And make it theatrical... And, and give us the yeah. full run. Right. <laughs> what what are they going to do with Candyman? That's going to be the first real test. Because right now, Candyman director Jordan Peele is... Producer. Producer is being... Whatever. Whatever he is, he's being a big friggin' baby. <laughs> wow. That's me being strong nice. Words. I want to call him... Woman. Are we about to start beef with Jordan Peele? <laughs> I want to. <laughs> being, I don't think we'll win, Cody. He's being an a-hole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Universal is going to come after us. Be like, no, 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 no. Not surprised you decided to work with Universal like minds. Breathing, breathing exercises. <laughs> breathing exercises. Yeah. No. He is saying woosa, woosa. that he doesn't feel in his infinite wisdom that theaters are safe places to be for COVID. Even though an, an article came out today that said two-in-one adults that had um, COVID or whatever had got it from a restaurant but theaters theaters are the bad ones because jordan peele is such a genius now you i should can, all listen to him theaters are scary i can tell you right now i just went to a restaurant for the first time in six months i felt more safer being in a theater than i did at a restaurant oh yeah and for was, a number of it, reasons it was a big one it's a big restaurant too like i was actually spaced out pretty well but even still i see all these nasty people scattering around not wearing masks and stuff yeah. i'm like no i i don't want to be here <laughs> this was a mistake so, so i don't know i don't know i don't know how else to convince the guy that theaters are much more safer than like any other public place i want to know has he been in a theater does he understand what movie going actually is i don't know i this mean guy, he started on he youtube li- maybe think streaming and yeah the internet's the way to go now you got to actually leave your house, Jordan. You got to leave your house. You got to go to a movie theater. You got to sit down and you got to realize that no one sits next to each other, that you can get your six feet distance, that you people wear masks and that everybody faces forward and enjoys the movie and no one's going to get COVID from this experience. I think you've been pretty calm and measured so far. <laughs> Sorry. So why don't you call him like short or say he has a bad hairline? Or <laughs> say his movies are no good. Well, <laughs> I have been in the past. <laughs> not for me. Let's just say that. That's not anything surprising either. I don't either. need to That's... make fun of his looks. We're above that. It's all about <laughs> really? his, his critical thinking skills and his feelings. He's an a-hole, but no name calling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. I would hope that he at least wants the movie to be released at some point. It doesn't have to be now. Like, as long as it's in theaters, I'm okay with that. But I really don't want him to, you know, just be like, no, it can be put on, like, streaming or VOD. Oh, I VOD think that's the way he's going. I Then, yeah, it, that bothers me, too. Like, I really do want this to be a theatrical release. If anybody's listened to the NATO webinars... They know that I'm not alone in this assessment. <laughs> it's very frustrating. No, it's just... it's hard to not have the creative community um, on the side of movie theaters. Yeah, that's just no going to be an issue. Most of them seem like they are, but he's no Christopher he's Nolan. He is no Christopher Nolan. Yeah, well, he in many ways made his bones as a director producer doing get get out doing us. Like having these big theatrical releases that got critical acclaim and made tons of money and then went away. Like that's what you do with theaters. You go away. But the idea of putting a horror movie on streaming, we've done this. I mean, we've played horror films from smaller film companies on VOD day and date and they don't do any business. No, They're not made for 
horror movies are made to be seen in the theaters. And you're supposed to go out and get scared by them. You're not supposed to be at home. Yeah. With all the lights on, scared by them. It's not as scary in your house as compared to a theater. Where you have like no control really of your surroundings. Yeah. You can scream in the theater and freak out Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Which can very well happen. Or Kyle can scream in the theater and freak out Kyle. I'm a wee bit jumpy. Yeah, I scare myself. (laughs) Scream and then scream again. Who's that girl? (laughs) (laughs) I still still jump every time I think about that trailer for Prodigy, that movie that didn't make any money. Yeah. (laughs) The jump scene at the end of the trailer and I still twitch. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It does bother me, though. Like, I wish he would uh, at least want this to be in theaters, even if it means waiting. I right. mean, the guys who do the new Halloween movies, they're waiting. Yeah. Like, because they, they know, like, th- this is going to do well in theaters, and that that's the whole point of theaters is to be able to get scared or enjoy yourself um, and have a good time with it. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with Candyman. I'm not... Holding out any hope. Let's just say I've not added it to anybody's booking sheet. Yeah. And he doesn't even actually have to go to the theater. No. <laughs> he himself doesn't have he just, to go. He just has to be positive in the idea that, yeah, yeah. theaters can be open. I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> if that's his thing. It's totally we, safe closes we, his door. Yeah. Yeah. But we, yeah that's, that's him and his uh, hypochondria. <laughs> it's not He must us. have something. We had a... We had a great, clean, safe. We had such a good experience at our theater, and it was it was so clean. And there was, like I said, nobody was sitting around us. You naturally spread out in a theater. It's just it's way safer than the gym or restaurants, right? At this point, I agree. So me and my dad both agree the gym is not safe at this point. (laughs) 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 That's why I'm not going. (laughs) That's exactly why. Um. So yeah, that kind of. You're looking through your October, and we hopefully Greenland at the end of September will have some lakes, and then we'll get a little bit of a bump with War with Grandpa, and then and then we kind of then we're off and running again with well on, with Death <laughs> of, the, of a, on the Nile on the 23rd. Yeah. So we have something there, not anything huge, um, just enough to introduce new new product and get that little bump in grosses that you're looking for, but. It might be rough for a couple of weeks on your on your screens. There might be some pretty low grosses in there after stuff starts to peter out. I'm going to throw this out there as like a happy-go-lucky what-if situation. Okay. What if Disney, for no reason at all, just decides to move up Black Widow to the start of October? What if they, what if somehow they come up with I that would, decision? That would be awesome. Yeah. I really don't think it's going to be Disney, though. Probably that does not. That. But no. what what if they did? I would it'll be, be like nice. How, it'll be like if how they, Wonder Woman was. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a good bump. If they did, I'd be shining Mickey shoes right now. <laughs> 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 you, know, you have no idea how bright red those things would be. <laughs> yeah. No, and Disney, you know, Wonder or Black Widow might not be safe in no, that early part of November. I yeah. mean, really, the the situation is there's just. While most states are open, a lot of um, big cities are not. So we have a lot of huge markets. A lot where uh, the bulk, I would say, of the moving um, going business is done is just not open still. And of the ones that are open, there's there's such restrictions and capacity that just really hampers any growth or momentum that you get when you when you can open a bigger film. I mean. Most places you hope are 50% capacity, but there are a lot of places that it's less. It's like 25%. Yeah. Or there's just a certain number of people allowed in the building. And and that is just throttling, um, you know, the, the momentum and the movie-going experience right now. It's just, just destroying it. So, so are we just going to be hoping that tenant keeps things yeah. from kind of destroying itself i think like it keeps that Tenet's momentum going a great film it has really good word of mouth no one is going out and being like oh that's that's a crap film um i think it, it it's doing really good it's definitely not an all audience picture you can't really take kids although a lot of kids aren't going right now um but it's still done really really well and it's still enjoyable and i think we just need to see um it continue to perform you know it just you need to keep the momentum up yeah we just need to figure out a way 
to release an animated movie with John David Washington playing a uh, reindeer or a snowman or an elf. <laughs> right. And just keep riding that train. Yeah. Happy little snowflake. <laughs> yeah, he's a snowflake. And he breeds on winter. Yeah. No. Kills, and it kills the virus, apparently. Kills the virus. <laughs> yep. If the leaves falling down won't do it, it's sure to be the snow. Yeah. And then the snow starts falling up because there's time travel involved. It becomes very confusing right away. <laughs> No, so th- that takes us on to how did Tenant do? Um, Warner Brothers has withheld the grosses from the national reporting sites, so we're unable to get a true picture. And what that tells me is that it w- it was weaker than what was expected, which is unfortunate because I think the film is really good. I talked about it a lot on last week's podcast how I really enjoyed it, um, and I think it's there. But there was always going to be some issues. It is confusing. It's hard to market. But a lot of the feedback was that from the theaters that I talked to is that people still didn't realize the theater was open. So number one thing, you got to get the messaging out that you're open and that you're doing the safe cinema protocols, that you're doing all the cleaning stuff, that you have restrictions in place, that you have to wear a mask, maintain distance, do all that. Because that does actually make people feel better and they're more likely to go to a film if they know that those protocols are in place. Yeah. I mean, I hope also that once people start hearing that Tenet is actually released in open theaters, that mm-hmm. that alone will convince people to go back. Right. Um, but you're right though. It, what it really comes down to is promoting yourselves, like your voice saying like yeah. the theaters are open. We're making sure it's as safe as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had people already coming back and having, hopefully great responses about it so yep you have yep. to make sure to reach out about that you, stuff you almost have to like build an your clientele again so yeah we've gone so long and some of the some of these locations have been closed so long the people are out of the habit of going to the movie theater which mm-hmm. has never happened in this industry you've never not been able to go to the movie somewhere in this country at a certain time so it's almost like as if you've had you have to start over. Like you're a new a brand new theater and no one's ever been in in your doors and you need to convince them to to come in. And so you're just starting from scratch again, which if you've been operating for so long it's like what I don't even know how to start over again. So yeah. so a lot of that is is just um you know, awareness, letting people know you're open, letting them know what what to expect when they come and then letting them know that the product you're playing is good and decent, not something that they can get at home. And that's, I think really important to also promote the fact that if you're playing tenant, you can only see tenant right now in theaters. It is not on streaming platforms. So you need, you know, unlike, I think there's some confusion in the market because of Mulan and Bill and Ted and some of these other one, other films that people thought were theater films but then they went to streaming i think that confusion is still there and so you I, you have to break above that and educate people that if you want to see this and it is good and we are getting good word of mouth you need to come to the theater to see it and guess what your theater is now open and these are the protocols yeah i have noticed that what you were saying with other people um that i meet is that people are like oh mulan it's going to be streaming that's awesome or oh bill and ted 3 is you know, I can pay for it on my TV. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But the thought of a theater being reopened at this time is still very foreign to people. Yeah. It's, and it's just so strange because we're so used to, you know, theaters always being there. Theaters always being open just like any other business. So yeah, it's weird that we have to kind of reeducate the public on that. Nope. Theaters can still be around. Like they still exist. Like Movies yeah. aren't just on your TV it's like, still, so it's like we got to start all over. Yeah, then, what's a movie? How do I go to the theater? <laughs> yeah. And people really are, I think, not that they're dumb. I just think they got so much going on that that if they fall out of the habit, it you, it's really hard to get them back. And so that oh, unfortunately, yeah. that's where we're at. Especially when the habit is being uh, stay indoors, lock your windows, <laughs> yeah. and and you're constantly being told that still. Yeah. And viewing habits have changed too, and trying to get mm-hmm. people a hold of people with these uh, marketing departments for these movies is more difficult than ever. Oh, it's yeah. like everybody's watching three channels anymore. No. Or even cable TV, or even streaming services 
with ads. Like right. you have to really find these people now. Yeah. It used to be when a major film from Warner Brothers or Disney or something came out, you couldn't avoid it. Right. It used to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, there were banners outside of McDonald's that you were driving past. It used to be just everywhere. And now I'm, every game you watch on TV, every mm-hmm. show had a commercial for it, but it's not that way anymore. You know what the crazy thing is? The last few movie-related ads I've seen have been on Facebook. It's been when I'm scrolling through my feed and I see a trailer, I'm like, oh, I've seen this trailer. And then I'm like, but that's the only time. I mean, I'm in the industry, so I'm constantly searching these things out and looking for them, making sure we have them available. But just as if I step aside and I'm trying to be just a regular consumer. If you're a normie. Yeah, if I'm a normie (laughs) out there, I only got ever exposed to it in my Facebook feed. And and even then, I'm like, oh, video, I'm scrolling by this. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially if the sound starts up. Oh, I hate that. I can't scroll fast enough. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, the the habit of that. And we were, we've been talking a lot in the office about, about this, how social media has really fragmented the, um, like, the what is consumed by everybody. We don't all get the same experience anymore. Like, algorithms have made it so that I consumer Cody only see certain films. So even in my newsfeed, I'm not getting all the movies I know that are out there right now. And Ky- and consumer Kyle is pro- de- probably definitely not seen <laughs> the, the same films seen, I've seen. I've seen, I'm not seeing the Lego movie over and over again on my feed <laughs> or, or Pinterest cakes yeah. or... or the latest Ryan Reynolds. Right. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. So, so our movie taste, because our movie tastes are a little different. Um, we're just not getting exposed to, to films and fil- you know as like a whole big audience is, and that's got to be incredibly challenging now to, to get people to come out to these movies when they're just so unaware that they exist. Yeah, entertainment, social media is just expanded so much to where it's impossible for every type of person every type of demographic age what have you can be able to see the same things as someone else can all at once because it's just exploded into millions of different directions algorithms have decided that people only fit into certain categories so no more can a can everybody watch the same movie and Mm -hmm. get a little something different of it i was kind of thinking of die hard like there's the action for men there's humor in it there's like good looking men for the ladies you know and, and there's like kind of this like a n- nice, you know, like love story going on. And there was something, a little bit of something in it for everybody and everybody could take away something. I think that's why it's so beloved and why people like in this time of repertory requested it. And unfortunately we couldn't play it because it's Disney, but, um, but I, I was just thinking like, is there equivalent of something like that nowadays? Like in Tenet, is there, was there enough that different people could get different things out of it. Cause I usually don't like Christopher Nolan. So my algorithms wouldn't bring him up, but I really enjoy tenant. No, yeah, <laughs> just crazy. No, I mean, outside of everyone, uh, wanting, you know, the experience that you, me and Ken got out of right. the movie. No, it, it's not, it's not going to have that wide appeal. Uh, quite yeah. like what you're saying about with your example being Die Hard. Yeah, because people have you don't... seen Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you made me watch it. No. Yes. I think you watched a with show. Hans Gruber. I think you watched a show about Die Hard. Maybe I, don't know I if watched you actually that watched Die show Hard. about Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe whatever. Die Hard. It was just two an example. Whatever. Oh no, no. She if she didn't see one, she didn't see Die Hard two or. Die Hard with a Vengeance. What's the one with Justin Lawn? Uh, the fourth one, right? Fourth one, yeah. yeah. It was number four. I knew there was four. I think so. Um, four Die Hards. I knew Justin Lawn was in one of them. As I, I mean, couldn't tell you who was in those other ones besides Bruce Willis. The reference was weird because my I myself was not thinking you've seen Die Hard, but <laughs> good looking you, man, a love story. I was you, thinking that's Bruce Willis. She did he nail it. Man. She kind of did nail it towards the end. Like Die Hard, <laughs> weird. Like people she, think of it as a Christmas movie. Like it does yeah. kind of have that love story element. Maybe people like that. I don't know. I, I was mostly focused on the action because the action's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Action Hans Gruber is fantastic. I mean, she landed the plane, folks, but one of the wings is missing. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, I got what she meant towards okay, the end. Okay, thank you. 
trying to think of another big movie, but for some reason, Die Hard's the one that comes to my mind in that example. I mean, maybe Jurassic Park or The Goonies, like those yeah. two popped in my mind where that's something for everyone. Right. Back to the Future. What's something in like the last 10 years? I don't think there's been a movie that's huge all audience in the last 10 years. Like all of the animated movies. But those don't have things for men in them. Like adult men. I mean, I'm men. a man, and if I, yeah. I no, enjoy like, a Kyle, few. Kyle's there singing into the unknown. <laughs> yeah. You know when the first Frozen came on, I was hooked. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See? So maybe there's something there for go. everybody. Okay. <sighs> Is it still Friday? It's still Friday, All guys. right. Time has moved right. slowly here. <laughs> okay, so we talked about ramifications. Wonder Woman moving out kind of makes October sucky. It just not as strong as what we were looking at, and there's no lifeline. There's just not going to be a lifeline film. Black Widow. It's not going to until happen. <laughs> maybe November or Christmas. Mm-hmm. And and the scary part is, I just don't know how many people can last till then. I mean, that's that's the big question it's not that we're not getting product we're just not getting that big boost that we were just that would take the pressure off of owners right now theater owners and managers no we thought it was two weeks and then we Mm -hmm. thought it was two months and then it was six months and you know now we're headed into the deep dark pit of winter before we see right a major blockbuster with possibly an audience yeah so um and, you know, and Tenet's been great, and I'm so thankful for Christopher Nolan because it was a boost. You know, no matter what expectations were, it was, it was still a much-needed boost, and it still did more business than anything out there. And it and so I'm just so happy that we got that and that, you know, we're going to have it for the next couple of weeks. And yeah. hopefully, like, without anything around it, really, it'll, it'll grow and, you know, it'll it'll hit those measures that we're supposed to be hitting. Yeah, we hope we can maintain, but if it goes up, awesome. Right. <laughs> we'll yeah. keep supporting it. That's and best case. Yeah, cause, places will. Cause it maybe if it can do really well and we get New York and LA open, maybe Paramount can put quiet place Two back on this year. Maybe we can get that well, at the end of the month. There's less of a chance than that, than black widow moving up. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, this, like, this you never know they, the, if the film is done and the mark, you know, it wouldn't be hard to market that that film, and we could have it around Halloween. It would be awesome. It would be awesome. <laughs> it yeah. would be awesome if they put out a new Avengers movie right now too. But <laughs> you guys are living in the past. This isn't 20, in the past. this isn't your grandfather's 2019. No sir. <laughs> no. Wishful thinking, but that's all we can muster up right now. Yeah. Sadly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just keep. Telling people to go see Tenet until Black right. Widow moves up. We do have <laughs> back. Well, we do have Broken Hearts Gallery open this weekend. Yeah, so which hopefully... is a normal theatrical window, and it's Sony, and we actually booked it and got it on screen. We did, and there, and it so should it's real. hopefully play to the ladies. Offer something a little different than Tenet, which I think plays more to the men. And it's a teenage movie because it's yep. PG thirteen, and it'll play to younger audiences. And we all know how audiences. teenagers and apparently college students are not afraid of this virus, so and, <laughs> there and, should be no excuse why they're not at the movie theater. Yeah, you know, broader <laughs> audiences than hopefully New Mutants. Yeah, because there's no. Oh, I think so. There's no uh, mystical or mutant aspect of it, so we can hopefully just get back to like a comedy with teenagers and yeah. get back into some. I'm just a little worried. It is. A girl like comedy, but they see penis a lot in it. And <laughs> I don't I, know. I did in notice the trailer. That. <laughs> like I, in the trailer, guys. I did stumble onto uh, one of their like, I don't know, thirty second ads or something. I was just going through the comments, just curious to see how people yeah. were reacting to it. And so many people were complaining about you know the women just being like, why do they keep saying your penis and this and <laughs> yeah. that a lot? And I'm like, why are you up in arms about this? I thought it was reversed to where we wanted. Right. Am I in the wrong here? Like, when did this I don't reverse know. I got, of the reversal happen? Way to go, Kyle. I, yeah. <laughs> I got a couple of people being like, do I have to put this up on my social media? They say penis a lot. And I'm like, yes, you have to promote this. <laughs> it's a teen comedy. Like, do you not remember what was said in, like, you know, 80s teen comedies? Like, <laughs> We live in weird times, Kyle. These are, these are not normal you can't, you chaos can't times. You float in the middle, Kyle. It had... Yeah. Hard right or hard left. Or yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't just sit and coast down the middle of the highway. You gotta ride the shoulder. Man, apparently <laughs> one side or the other. Yeah. Goodness. <laughs> There's no gray area anymore. <laughs> no, not in the year twenty twenty. <laughs> God. 
It was just, I don't know why it was so baffling to me. I was like, when did this happen? Yeah. But like, I've when got, did people get I've up in arms about plates. It's really funny. Everybody's worried about the virus for a while. You didn't have these crazy things yeah. regarding movies for like six months. All these controversies. My goodness. So-and-so says this or this happens. I know, but you think that if Sony saw that, they couldn't just re-edit a different clip for, with one other funny they, scene that didn't every, have... Every R-rated movie has a green band trailer where they cut it differently, but they made a red band trailer for a PG-13 movie. Yeah. (laughs) I bet if you watch this movie, you wouldn't even catch these moments. Probably not, but... Because you shoved it in a trailer and condensed it down (laughs) and made it very aggressive (laughs) for what it is, probably innocuous in the movie. It's a... Well, it's an attention grabber. Let's it, just put it that yeah. way. Apparently. I think <laughs> it grabbed the wrong type of attention. Like, I think <laughs> I think people were supposed to be like, oh, wow, they said this. That's so funny. Let's go see it. But now it's people is like, I'm going to boycott this movie. And yeah. I'm like, easy. You got to be careful when you start throwing out terms like reverse cowgirl in these podcasts. <laughs> so we're going to get canceled. Yeah, we, hey, hey, I thought we walked past that. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is a teachable moment. Yeah. As Cody. Cody. Says every word we can't say on a podcast. <laughs> Do you have any other gems you want to drop here, real quick? Remember what I kind words you said about Mr. Jordan Peele? Well, yeah. I want to call. Where'd you get? Where'd you, where'd you get that mouse, sailor? <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! So I'm yeah, just mad at him and I'm flustered, <laughs> trying to be professional. But come on, Jordan, it's yeah. not dangerous to go to the movie theater right she's, now. She's being professional with him. You should see what she says to me, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're my assistant. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see people try to me to me you to me to me or whatever it is no one will believe you ouch <laughs> we're off the rails now folks remember everyone deep breathing exercises that's right. okay <sighs> all right well that's enough of this current film stuff what do we got for our classic movies did I watch him? <laughs> did I? Yes, I did. Although I could not remember what I was supposed to watch, yes, and I had I, to go. Yes, I did. I had to go listen to my podcast to be like, "What did I talk about? Which ones am I going to watch?" Uh, so we had one million and one downloads this week. Yeah, <laughs> that's how we. That's how we uh, get through the system, folks. We do. Um, so yeah, I watched Casablanca and Amelie that was torture so we'll talk about my punishment film later i want to hear about kyle's fun stuff i always like starting off with that so you had to watch the proposal with ryan reynolds and sandra bullock i did and what did you think it's good yeah yeah do you think just friends is better um i thought it was funnier yeah uh i get why people i get why people love uh the proposal so much because they fall in love at the end as as compared to the other ones yeah <laughs> uh, you totally maybe lose my train of thought now yeah Sorry. cody yeah stare into his soul a little more cody <laughs> shoot him daggers like, uh, but it's better right <laughs> yeah it's got the baby maker uh, yeah it was i don't know it was good i appreciate betty white though like she was mm-hmm. easily like the funniest part of it a young betty white a, a young was a lot younger back then <laughs> how old is that movie now uh it was 10 years ago now i think oh my gosh could you she's imagine still kicking it seeing that and knowing she's still alive yeah they probably saw that movie and they're like this will be the last thing we see of her and then she's still kicking it yeah beating everything that gets thrown at her it's crazy uh, but yeah, no, I, I get the appeal. I get why people liked it so much. Um, it just wasn't, you know, as funny to me. And um, mm-hmm. I don't know, the the romantic aspect didn't, you know, do anything for me. But I believe, get the appeal of it. You like didn't believe the chemistry between Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds? Actually, no. Well, no, I, no, I shouldn't say that. I got their chemistry, but I didn't... <laughs> believe it was romantic? Yes. Like that's... they're just best friends? Yeah, like, exactly. We kiss now. Well, hmm. Sandra Book starts the movie playing a Jordan Peele, but then she yeah. becomes nice. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Well played. Well played. Uh, so, yeah, I get why people like it so much. It just, it, I thought it was good. Yeah. It's a good movie. I'd recommend it if people, you know, want it for like date night. But, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't I've, do it I for me. I have a feeling that Judd's Friends is a little bit more because there's a little bit more fun elements in there. Cause he's cheering for it still. Yeah movie from 10 years ago. I know. <laughs> I know okay 
Well, I saw Casablanca, and I will say that it is probably my favorite black and white movie that I've seen during this whole thing. It, it is okay. actually really good. The characters <laughs> are surprisingly more realistic, although I didn't like Ingrid Bergman's like single tear, like like that part, you know, where but she's like, I'm supposed drama. to be crying. Oh, single tear. Um, that's how they get you. Yeah. And the, the fake like romantic kisses that are just like smashing their mouths <laughs> against each other. <laughs> but that's okay. That's how movies were made back then. Yeah. Otherwise, different the, time, different time. <laughs> otherwise the characters were pretty good. And I, I actually really enjoyed that one. All right. So, awesome. Shocking. I know. I, it was pretty shocking for me. Actually. I, I was ready for you to, I should say you know, I didn't feel like I had apart. to fast forward through anything. You they didn't have to fast no, forward? No, they talked wow. at a normal pace. They were not um, like shells of individuals. I think that's what I liked most about him is that like he was this heartbroken man that had done bad things and, you know, got left. And she, she was torn between, you know, being honest that she had a husband and trying to and actually having fall, really fallen in love with him and... That's a, the whole tragic thing that everybody really loved each other. They just couldn't work it out at the end. Yeah, I'm shocked. I thought Cody was going to Jordan Peele all over the thing, but <laughs> she, she enjoyed it. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Props <laughs> to you. Well done. And there was one you didn't enjoy as much? No. No, my punishment film was not fun. <laughs> not a, I don't know. It was Amelie. It was very, very French. And I don't mind a French film, but this was like... Yeah, um, name two French films that you don't mind. Um, a very long engagement. I think that's French. And backing away from the mic, there, Cody. Yeah. Cody, why are you leaving? Why are you leaving the door? The Three Musketeers <laughs> took place in there France. There was a French Beauty and the Beast film that was actually really good. I saw it. I it's newer. It's newer. I thought it was good. Okay, but Anyways. uh. So anyway, you d- you did not like this one. Yeah, I don't want to like poopaw French films because it was French, but they talked so well, fast. That does, does that have to be the reason? It was no, no uh, French version of Beauty and the Beast, but yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's just like the first part is a na- they narrate, but they narrate so fast that you're trying to read the subtitles, and I couldn't even like really watch the film. But it's fine because it was weird going through her life, and then I really didn't like her parents, and so that like put a bad taste in my mouth like and i was kind of glad the mom died in it because she was awful and so i'm like what kind of movie is this that i don't feel bad the mom dies in front of her little girl like i should be feeling bad about this and i don't because i'm like oh thank god she's gone and and then it was kind of cute how amelie like did things to try to make everybody's life better but in some ways she just ruined some people's lives so I don't know. And then and then she fell in love with this guy. And I was like, really? That's the guy? Like, okay. Two weirdos coming together. That's, I guess, everybody's got to have somebody. So I, I got to be honest. I know of the movie, but I mm-hmm. don't know what it's about. Is there a way? So can, it just kind of talks. Can you explain it? It just, it just kind of talks about Amelie's life. Like, it starts out narrating these wacky kind of points in time where... Um, she grows up and she just basically grows up very alone. Mm -hmm. Um, her father's a doctor, but never wants to show affection. So whenever she gets her medical checkups, she gets excited because he's like, you know, like checking her and actually touching her. And so her heart flutters because she's finally getting some human contact and her dad thinks that she has a heart issue and she's (laughs) oh, why is something wrong with your heart? And, um, so he keeps her from going to school. And so she just grows up without other children and very alone and with these really cold and distant and harsh parents until the mother dies in a freak accident. And then she just grows up alone with this father and she has like just kind of a boring, unfulfilled life until she finds this little box of knickknacks and decides to return it to its original owner and it sets off this idea that she wants to start doing, creating nice things kind of in the shadows for people, you know? So she returns this box, but she doesn't like let the guy know that it was her. She, she does um, all these things so that he f- happens to find it and stuff. 
And so she does this for various people in her life. And there's some really funny scenes in it. Don't get me wrong. Like when, (laughs) when she tortures the people that deserve to be tortured, um, like the bad, the mean grocer guy and um, the neighbor that told her that every time she took a picture or something and a natural disaster was going to happen, she caused a disaster. And when she figured out that he was lying, she, every time he was watching soccer and they went to strike a goal, she'd unplug the TV <laughs> from the antenna. So yeah. he missed the signal. So stuff like that was funny. And I really enjoyed that. But she kind of goes through this thing and then she falls in love with this guy who, um, kind of grabs the pictures from photo booths that people tear up and throw away and tries to put them back together. And he has like this whole album of them, which I thought was really creepy, but she finds it very endearing. So she's like, this is my man and I'm going to try to get him. And yeah. And there's a whole cast of characters around all that. Okay. Okay. So weird French movie from the nineties. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Blame it on it being French. (laughs) Moving on. I was like, it, it won apparent. It was nominated for five Academy Awards. And I was like, what? And it was definitely, it's a Miramax. It's a Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. I'm like, okay. what did he have to do to get this thing nominated? <laughs> like, who did he pay? Who did he blackmail? Like, I just feel like. Whether the movies are amazing or not, he always you finds always wonder a way. Now. <laughs> you always wonder now. Well, I don't know. I, did, I have no idea if a whole lot of people liked it anyway or whatnot. But okay. I mean, I, now I learned about that movie. Yeah, it was just. She was nice and quirky and I don't know. That was okay. Just didn't do it. And did not do it for me. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to get through this. <laughs> all right. Oh, well, you guys have been so good during mm-hmm. all this that I have a proposal for you. Okay. <laughs> I don't like the look you gave me, but. How long were you waiting to say proposal? <laughs> Uh, since it was nominated last week. Yeah. <laughs> holding that one in. Okay. <laughs> that one's been loaded in the You're chamber like, oh, for seven, I know what to for do. seven yeah. days. Here's my proposal, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Everybody's been working hard. We got the, the Wonder Woman news, which was expected, but still a gut punch. Yeah. So if you would like to take a week off, no required movies, none at all. Oh, that sounds really nice. No required movies. You can do whatever. You can watch whatever trash TV you want. I can watch you can, whatever you can trash cl- movie I you want. You can just close the blinds and close your eyes and drift off into a magical abyss. Yeah. But. But. There's you, always a but. You have. You each have to watch the first movie that is recommended for you underneath this podcast on Facebook. Ooh. You guys give a week. You just give a week, but by our podcast two weeks from now, you have to watch the movie that's recommended to you. I didn't have good luck with this, by the way. Yeah. I'm looking for recommendations Harvey, of... Harvey, the six-foot-tall rabbit. I actually would love Amal- to rewatch Amelie that. Part 2, The Revenge. <laughs> for Cody. <laughs> for, for Kyle, Amelie would be a great recommendation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The first one. Yeah. But I think, I think we, we've had enough. We've had enough this week. Yeah. Some highs, we had 10 and out. Some lows, Wonder Woman's out. Right. Let's just, let's just take a deep breath. But as a... So you're saying plan. next week we've got to watch... So you have this whole week off. Next week we'll talk about what's upcoming. There's going to be changes. Because I somebody recommended, was it My Left Foot? Or any Daniel Day-Lewis movie yeah. you could watch. Because how <laughs> I many don't have think you I, seen? I don't think I've seen a single Daniel you Day-Lewis movie. You have not seen a single <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah. So, so I thought since a listener requested that, that would probably be my next one on my list if I went to listener requests. Oh, no. You're still being required to watch AFI stuff, but oh. you got to get to at least a, a passing Where percentage in that? like West Virginia, okay? We got to get to <laughs> 35% here before we're talking about moving off the AFI list. So... After you listen to the podcast, go to Facebook and recommend mm-hmm. a movie for Cody and Kyle. It sounds like they've taken the the challenge on. I, yes. I mean, I'm happy to take on the challenge. I'm fine with it. Bring it all on, depends on bring Cody. On worst. <laughs> Cody's into it. She's taking a week off. I am totally taking a week off. All right. Then <laughs> all I'm right. in. Let's do it. We're into this. So first recommendation for Cody, make sure to say, this is Cody's movie. This is Kyle's movie. And it can. we need to get this in there and yeah. get these recommended. I We're love t- it. Let's let's get aggressive with these people. <laughs> Cody loves uh, black and white. Jimmy Stewart. Oh no! 
<laughs> I would, wouldn't mind another Humphrey Bogart movie. I, his voice is not annoying. I mean, I although I just don't get the old man, younger woman. That's why he calls her kid, because she's got to be at least 20 years younger than him. That's gross. It's gross, people. <laughs> different Different times in the industry. We've come a long way, though. We should be proud of ourselves. <laughs> I hope so. I just, I just find that so unbelievable. Like, she's beautiful at the cusp of life. It would have, it would have been old. It probably would have been believable had you lived during that time. <laughs> right? Are there like no other men around. <laughs> no, there were so many less people. So many less had people. To hit your wagon as soon yeah. as you could. Had to go off into a distant land to find someone else. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I am totally up for this challenge. I want to hear what people have for recommendations for us. So yeah, uh, next time we post for this podcast, please, please do that. Are Daniel Day-Lewis films boring, long? Depends on which one. Depends yes. Depends on which one. Oh, yes. No. The answer is yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Unless you like uh, Martin Scorsese. Oh. <laughs> That's, it. well, yeah. <laughs> which one's that one? The one you said you watched. <laughs> which one? Gangs of New York. Like, yeah, I totally watched that. But now I don't remember it three days later all of a sudden. <laughs> I didn't know Scorsese. I don't remember him I've, doing that. I've, you would have remembered yeah. Gangs of New York. <laughs> I do. Has Cameron Diaz in it. All right, ready to wrap she this bad boy up? the that they cut the kid out of her. <laughs> that's, that's all I remember. Because I was so traumatized. How do we like, always no. end our podcast at these high notes? <laughs> How do we get ourselves into these I'm gonna things? I'm going to sign off for Cody, the potty mouth. <laughs> Just... A loose cannon. Cody, do you just want to drop an F-bomb and have Kyle bleep it out? Just no. get it out of your system? No. <laughs> Kyle, just add a bleep right now for Cody. No. No, don't do that. <laughs> I thought I did very good today. Yeah. So, sorry, but I'm, I'm a, listening to the boss on this one. Got a, got a little fired up. I was trying to be cool and calm. Jordan. You weren't. I Kyle, wasn't. Kyle, send us out. All right. You guys got it. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of the Off the Break podcast. Uh, hopefully it was a very interesting one for everyone. <laughs> uh, but you can find us on all podcast platforms and over at silverscreeninsider.com, where if you're a theater owner or manager in need of uh, marketing supplies for upcoming movies, that's where we are at with those. Mm -hmm. And also, please be sure to you know give us those recommendations that Ken just talked about. Um, on our Facebook page as well when we post this episode. Do your worst. No. Be, <laughs> be kind. Make good decisions. I, I am in the do your worst. And recommendations. Do your worst within reason. Okay. Have a good weekend. <laughs> Bye. Bye.